The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast America presented by WinBet. The $100 a WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. We're also brought to you by the MLB Gambling Podcast. They're giving away an MLB jersey as part of their wildcard playoff contest exclusively in the SGPN app. And welcome, everybody, to the PropCast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is currently Thursday, October 6th, and you might be wondering why Scott Reichel, me, is hosting. Usually you have Munaf being the host for NFL or for NBA season. However, we have a brand new type of sport that we're going to be covering on the PropCast. It is going to be the NHL. It is hockey time, and in case you didn't realize, hockey starts on Friday. Get excited. You have the Predators against the Sharks in Prague. And I'm not doing this alone. I am joined by SGPN hockey expert and the host of the hockey gambling podcast, SGPN's own Ryan Gilbert. Ryan, how's it going with you? How excited are you for the start of hockey season? Oh, very excited here. We got less than 24 hours now until until the first official game, even though the rest of the slate of games between like actual good teams don't start until next week. But yeah, I'm excited to have hockey back. I'm excited to be uh bringing hockey to more people here with the propcast given the given hockey the respect that it deserves because it's i feel like it's an underserved market there's kind of markets there that people don't dig into as much as they should and especially the prop market so I, i'm excited here to to have this venture of the hockey propcast yeah i'm definitely looking forward to it. it should be a lot of fun i am still honestly a bit confused and i'm not exactly surprised that Bettman did something questionable with the scheduling but the first game, 2 p.m. Eastern time in the afternoon. You have any thoughts on? I don't know what time zone you're actually in, but so I know that Sean and Ryan over on the West Coast, 11 a.m. start time. That's kind of an interesting choice, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm in in Philadelphia, so it's yeah, 2 okay. p.m. for me as well. I guess the time difference is probably five or six hours, so it's it's going to be a primetime game there over in Prague, which is what they're what they're kind of doing. And otherwise, they have to play like at midnight for it to be a seven o'clock game. But yeah, I, I don't know why they didn't do a, a Saturday. I guess I guess they don't want to go against. Um, football on Sunday and maybe they, they could have done like a, a Saturday two o'clock and then a Sunday like morning game like a Sunday 10 o'clock do a Sunday three o'clock over there in Prague but yeah these are the Flyers played uh the Blackhawks in Europe to start the year in 2019 it's always you know it's it's a nice nice appetizer before the full slate next week but you know what there's regular season hockey and I'm excited to bet it Yep, definitely true. And I know that a lot of us have been craving some hockey action. No offense to football and basketball. We think you're great and baseball, but you know, hockey, there's just something about it that makes it so special to me personally. And unfortunately, I'm going to pretend that last year didn't happen because my Islanders didn't do too well, but you get the point. Uh, It's tough to come back from back-to-back conference final losses to the lightning, but I don't, I don't really want to talk about that either way on the bright side. My team just paid Barzell for a bunch of years. So I actually have a star player for the next decade or so, which is nice. Uh, before we actually get into any of the props, I want to ask you just briefly, how do you think your flyers off season went? I think it went absolutely horrifically. Uh, I was going to say, I want to forget the last 
my lifetime as a Flyers fan. Because ever since that bubble season when the, your Islanders beat us in, in the playoffs, I mean, we've been going completely downhill. We, we the off season was was horrible. We got D'Angelo was was our big acquisition. They they talked up uh, aggressive retool. I'm sure if you listen to the Hockey Gambling podcast, you've heard me rant about it over and over over the summer. But it was just horrific. I, I'm hoping they can bottom out, but I feel like John Tortorella just he has something about him where he's going to get the most out of his guys. He's going to play a defensive system. Carter Hart's good enough to win some games, so they're not going to bottom out for Connor Bedard. But they're gonna they could do better than some people think. But it, they're going to be a bottom five team this year. Yeah, well, they don't have to totally bottom out. For example, the Rangers ended up getting Lafreniere despite making the play-in thing during that COVID year. So you don't exactly have to bottom out, potentially get lucky and get the number one overall pick. But Dart, of course, is the crown jewel for the upcoming NHL draft class. But I kind of want to ask you about props since I know my Islanders never score. So, of course, I'm going to like unders in most of their games. The Flyers are interesting because last year they couldn't stop anybody and they gave up a bunch of goals. A lot of their games went over. Tortorello is a very defensive-minded guy, as you said. The talent, though, is either aging or, to be honest, a little bit scarce at some positions. Do you think there'll be more of an over-team or an under-team this year? Yeah, I mean, I remember last year, I was like, okay, Flyers game, bet the over, just yep. automatic sometime. And it, it, sometimes it hit in the first or second period. But yeah, it might have went year, over. They didn't, they didn't even need to score the games to go over. Like, that's how bad it was at times. But yeah, but, but, but this year, I mean, just watching the preseason, I was just betting their preseason unders. I was betting preseason unders just in general around robbing some of them. And, and some of those hit, hit pretty nicely. But yeah, th- this is going to be an under team or at the very least a Flyers team total under team because. I don't think they'll open it or ever put it really at one and a half, but I can't see the Flyers scoring more than two goals in many of their games. As you mentioned, the, the talent, uh, Couturier has a back injury. He's he's week to week. Kevin Hayes, he's healthy now, but he's he's up there. Travis Konechny, hopefully have a bounce back season. Joel Farabee has a neck injury. And then it's just they have a bunch of guys that – that could be like good pieces on good teams, like a good like role second line player, but they just have that's their whole roster is just guys that you know could be could be these guys. Owen Tippett, they got for Drew. Noah Cates had, had a good college year. He's coming into this. This Morgan Frost has been year after year waiting for him to take the next step forward. So it's a, it's, it's a youth movement, but, it, but it's, 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 it's unfortunate <laughs> you don't have Lindblom anymore, for example. Yeah, I, no, I mean. That, that was one of the things in the offseason that, that confused uh, a bunch of the fan base because they got rid of Limblom, which was a really rallying point for them mm-hmm. and for really the hockey world when he he battled cancer and overcame that. And now he's with these San Jose Sharks that we'll be talking about for the Friday game. But yeah, they have a bunch of young guys that maybe could be something if they had talented players around them. And unfortunately, their development is likely going to be uh, thwarted a little bit based off just not having that talent around them that they need. Yeah, it's a good thing you have Tortorello as a coach, though, because he's extremely, extremely patient, right? So we'll see how that goes. But. Yeah, um, just just this week, they sent down first-round pick in 2019, Cam York, the defenseman, yeah. and they kept up uh, Ronnie Attard, or Ronnie, Ronnie Adder, did I pronounce it? But they're going to send him down. But John Torrell said after he fought someone in the preseason game, he'd deserved the reward of staying up with the club for a few more days. So that's how he's thinking. They're playing guys. They brought Justin Braun back somehow. I mean, they traded him away for, to the Rangers and, and got a pick for him, but and brought him back. You playoff experience. You, you need that veteran experience yeah. on the blue line. You know, it, it, it has to be there. 
Um, Rasmus Ristolainen is one of my least favorite players on the Flyers, if not in the league. Is that because he's bad in basically every analytical standard and you overpaid for him? Wait, 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 Scott. He hits people. He blocks shots. So he's a great defenseman. He's got grit, right? Isn't that what they say? He's got got the grit. We got gritty. So he, he fits right in. It's just... It's been fun here in Philadelphia, and and there's nothing even to be hopeful about. There's not like that top prospect, like okay, he's going to make that next step. There's no like okay, maybe we can underdog our way into the playoffs. The fans want them to lose. The fans want Chuck Fletcher fired. John Tortorella is whatever. He can probably get more out of a better team, but it's just going to be. It's identity, one of those though. You bring in Torts to try to bring in some form of stability or identity moving forward. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be one of those years where if you're playing a video game, you wish you could simulate it just to get to the next offseason and draft. But unfortunately, we're going to have um, a lot, 82 games to watch over the course of October to April. But I did see something yesterday that the Flyers only have 20 some games on off nights. So most of their games will be on busier nights when you can watch something else if you so desire. But I'll probably torture myself with having the Flyers on at least one of my screens. Well, it's only torturing yourself if you don't have money on it and if you don't win. So if you bet against them and they end up losing, then suddenly, you know, you feel a lot better about watching the games. But since we were talking about a team that we expect to struggle with the Flyers, uh, sorry if I brought up some bad memories from the offseason, but it's going to kind of segue us into the actual Prague game because the Sharks have been a pretty underwhelming team for the last couple of years. Before we actually get into our favorite props and just the overall breakdown for this game, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors. Thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game that you like, select build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game again. Or one of your favorite episodes from your favorite TV shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Welcome back, everyone, to the NHL PropCast. We just finished going through some of the offseason storylines, mostly allowing Ryan to rant about the Flyers offseason. But now it's time to talk about the official start of the NHL season, as we do have the Sharks taking on the Predators in a neutral site game over there in Prague. First of all, before we actually get into any of our props, I know, the pan- I know that the Predators absolutely dominated in the meetings last year. They gave up one goal combined to the Sharks. Now the Sharks are a little bit revamped. They ended up losing one of their veterans 
veterans in Burns who ended up going over to Carolina to try to fix or at least keep their power play afloat. The Sharks, though, really didn't do much. They paid Meyer a bunch of money, which they kind of needed to. They still have Hurdle there. Carlson is actually healthy for once because the season just started, so we'll see how long that lasts. But as a whole, are you excited about Reimer potentially being a starting goalie, or do you think that the Sharks are once again going to be in the basement? I don't think the Sharks really have any sort of chance. If if you if they could play a video game and turn fatigue off so they can just play their top line and, and top pair the whole game. Turn with, the injuries off too. Carlson yeah. can play a full 82. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If Carlson, Hurdle, Meyer, uh, Luke, Luke Koonin is apparently their, uh, their first line right wing, according to Daily Faceoff. Of course, they have Couture as well. He's, he's a, a stalwart there for the Sharks. But yeah, the Sharks... They're, they're not going to be a good team. They're one of those West Coast teams where you hope they're not the only team playing a late game that you have to throw some uh, D-Gen bets on. But yeah, the Sharks, like you said, did not do well against Nashville last season. They lost 3-1, 8-0, 1-0. They could not score goals whatsoever. And, and I feel like that's going to be a trend for them this season as well. I am curious who's the starting goalie for game one. The Predators, it's obvious. It hasn't officially been announced, but it's going to be Soros. We already know that. You have a choice between Reimer and Kakinen. Not exactly two good options. Now, Kakinen's better, but Reimer's a veteran. He's been around the block a few times. It'll probably be a 1A, 1B, a very poor 1A, 1B. But who do you think is going to start? I'm assuming it'll be Reimer because what I've seen from the Sharks in the past, they started Martin Jones for a while, and he wasn't very good for a while. It seems like they always kind of cater towards the veteran option. Yeah, it seems like, I mean, having a back-to-back, they're, they're just going to split it. But I, yeah. I think Reimer is the starter. It, it, and it's not even a 1A, 1B. It's probably like a 1C, 1D. With yeah, I was going to say, there. they both have one in front of it. You can throw in any letter yeah. you want. But or maybe, so. it's a, maybe it's a 2A, 2B, something like mm-hmm. that. It's, yeah, it's... You can't really rely on them. Like you said, they, they they got rid of Burns. I think they had a decent return on that trade or just they got rid of his salary, which is what mattered because they had a decent offseason. It's just they're not ready this year. Yeah. They're not going to be ready next year. It went all in for the Stanley Cup push in the year after and it kind of backfired in their face. But Burns, I know we talked quickly about Ristolainen and how bad he was for the Flyers. You go through Burns' advanced analytics. I know he's a lot of fun because he's good on the power play. He'll skate around defensively he's been cooked for about what three four years at this point yeah he, he's he's a fun guy he's a fun guy off the ice he has, has a nice big beard you know he was mm-hmm. he was one of the guys uh, i think chuck fletcher traded him away from minnesota to san jose then yeah, he, he thrived there so that there's another flyers connection rant for me and yeah burns burns is it was the burns carlson show there for a bit but both of them are just horrible defensively anyway but also getting back to the goalie conversation, I did look and James Reimer is confirmed for okay. for Friday as of today. So probably cacking it on Saturday. I don't think it really matters, like we said. But yeah, I mean, Burns was another guy with Carlson on the blue line that could maybe pick up power play points, but it's gonna be just those those guys we mentioned before now. Yeah, but kind of gonna segue us into the actual game itself. That was kind of just the goalie preview. And first of all, before I get into our three favorite player props, do you want to plug in any other props you like? Maybe first goal score or something like that? Yeah, I think first goal score is always a fun one. It's 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 always probably like 10 to 1, if not higher. Look at, looking at it, um, Tomas Hurdle is going back to his hometown for this game in Prague. So he's 16 to 1 to score the first goal. I, I could see that happening, just, just coming out hot being excited, but also I don't know if the Sharks are going to score more than one goal in the game, so that's kind of tough. So I think decent odds are it's not very long. They're two, two of the favorites to do it, but at 11-1, to one, you can get either Philip Forsberg or 
Matt Duchesne there for the for the Predators on the top line. They play on the power play. They kind of had career years last season. So I could see either of them at eleven to one if you want to throw throw five bucks on it and maybe make fifty bucks. Well, usually the favorites, so to speak, are going to be the main goal scorers and they're always involved in the power play. Do you focus on what the power play groupings are or how the power plays are overall doing during the course of the season when it comes to picking first goal score? Do you have a certain strategy you use? Um, first goal scorer isn't something I, I normally bet on. I bet on it sometimes in the in the playoffs when there's only a, only a few games going on and I have kind of more excitement. But yeah, you, you have to look at the power play. You have to look at, more importantly, I think, is the opposition's penalty kill rate as well as how often they take penalties because you know there's only going to be probably an average of what three or four power plays per game per team if if that so power play may not factor in too much to the first goal score but it definitely factors into you know looking at goals looking at assists looking at points and power play points obviously yeah i brought it up because you're looking at the predators power play because they're favored to mm-hmm. win the game and based on last year they probably should win this game but you have forsberg obviously and duchene that's a given but you go down the line there are a couple of underrated options on that first line power play unit you do have Johansson at around 20 to 1. You have Granlund at 20 to 1 as well. If you want to go defenseman, you could go uh, Josie if you wanted to, but I kind of stay away from defenseman when it comes down to, or Josie, sorry, to a first goal scorer. Any thoughts on Johansson or Granlund because they are still on that first power play unit? You know, yeah, I was looking at Granlund, but I think last year he just had a lot more assists than he had a goal. So I, I oh, yeah. So, I mean, he could pick up something. I'm not sure where he plays in the power play. Maybe right he, now, he's projected to be on the left point. Uh, okay. I'm not sure if they run like an umbrella setup or, or a one through one. Maybe he could get a get a rebound there or something. Uh, but yeah, I would look more probably more at, at Johansson in, in front. Maybe get a deflection on a shot. Get, get, a, get a rebound down there. A dirty goal at, at 20 to one. Like you said, that's not a bad look. Yeah, that's kind of my long shot, but I was going to ask you about some player props involving not really first goal scorer exotic stuff, mostly involving just props that we think should cash over the course of the game. Do you have any team props you want to give out first, or should we just get into the actual players? Um, yeah, not really any, any team props. I mean, I haven't looked closely at them or even know what the odds are, but maybe if you just want a team prop, take the Sharks team total under. something. Two, like that. two and a half under is minus 125. Okay, yeah, I, I, I would take that, I think. I mean, these games could be funky over in Europe, but I think the Sharks don't have that talent, and UC Saros is really good. So I, I would take that. And something else I, I dabbled in last year to some success was betting on the first period, first period, either money line or total, usually the total. Um, I was looking at it before. There, was, there were no strong leans. I would lean to the over, but I think that was like minus 140 or minus 150 yeah. over one and a half. If you can get an over two at plus odds that that pushes at two, that's not a bad look if you want to throw something small on that. Well, I see if you want to take the Predators first period puck line that does pay out a plus 135. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. Um, Last year, the Predators, I think, had a lot of first period losses as I was looking before. I have it up here. They the Predators had 28 wins, 24 losses, and 30 pushes. So so that's not bad. And then San Jose had 23 wins, 34 losses, 25 pushes. So that's a decent chunk of, of first period losses for the Sharks. So plus odds there on the Predators to win their first period when they're minus 200 to win the game on some books is, is not a bad luck. Yeah, but I do want to ask, since this was one prop that I loved, particularly with Devils games in the second half last year, any thoughts on goal first 10 minutes? Because there are some teams that you kind of auto bet it. 
But I see the price for this one is minus 160 on the over. It'll always be juice to the over because as soon as there's one goal, you win. But I am curious, are you a fan of goal first 10? Because usually you're paying juice. But when you find the right team like the Devils last year, you cash a lot and the juice doesn't matter. Yeah, the Devils were just absolutely automatic for one stretch for for first period overs and for goal in first 10. I think it was in like March-ish for them. Oh, I, so. I had it. I think I cashed like eight <laughs> straight games on the middle. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, that's, I think that that's too juicy that there, if someone scores, it's likely to be the predators. And I would just rather take that, take that either spread or the money line on them in the first period. So if it is a tie, you get a push. Yeah. I I think that once again, I'm not interested in this particular matchup, but over the course of the season or just the overall schedule, like the Maple Leafs or any of these teams, I think you have a case for, but for this game, I'm not laying 160 for goal first 10 but yeah. that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, but, that's that's something I'm excited to get into when we have like more games, more actual games to talk about rather than this first game between two teams we don't really think. I mean, the Sharks aren't going to... The, the Predators might be good. They're, they're favored to make the playoffs, but I don't think the Sharks are, are really that good. So yeah, but, excited to talk about that as the season moves along, though. Yeah, definitely should be fun. Looking forward to going through some of those when we have more games on the card. Before this game... Ryan, I'm going to let you go first. What is your favorite overall player prop? If you're not familiar with the format on this show, we will give out our three favorite player props each. And then at the end, we'll do our best bet where we tell you what our favorite out of those three plays are. So Ryan, in no particular order, what is your first player prop? I'm going to start with I'm going to start with uh, the hometown boy, Tomas Hurdle, going over two and a half shots on goal. You can get it at, at plus 135. Um, last year, he hit it in 34 of 82 games, which is an implied odds of plus 141. So a little decline on the value there. But I think, you know, he's going to have a lot of family and friends in the crowd. He's going to want to try to get on the scoreboard, make things happen, just just throw pucks on that. So I think I think Hurdle for the shots, he should hopefully get over three. And it's a plus odd. So you, you can't go wrong with that. I also think that you might be finding some value early on, especially with teams that had serious shakeups to the overall roster. And we know on the power play, Burns was taking a lot of the shots. And the fact that Burns is no longer there, I am curious how the shots on the power play are going to be distributed since Carlson is mostly a facilitator with that unit. I think Hurdle should get a lot of shots. I think that obviously Meyer should because they just Mm -hmm. paid him a lot of money. But I do think if you want to look at his overall shots for last year, the power play should really help out hurdle shot totals because Burns is no longer there, really just force feeding one timers. Yeah, but I, I do think Timo Meyer was one of the one of the plays I was looking at, but he's over three and a half at minus one thirty six. He did hit it quite often last season in sixty two percent of his games, which implies minus one sixty six. He could be that guy on the power play. He, he does tend to shoot a lot. Mm. He went over three and a half in two of the three games against Nashville last season, four, four, and three. So, I mean, he either hit it or missed it by, by one shot. But yeah, I'd, I'd rather go with go with the plus odds on, on hurdle at plus 135. Yeah, definitely a solid value, and I don't blame you for trying to chase the plus money, but I'm just throwing it out there that for the early part of the season, you can't really just only go by last year's numbers or projections because – Burns was really getting a bunch of slap shots on that power play. And now those shots are up for grabs. So I like the play on hurdle there. I'm going to pivot and talk about a predator player. I'm going to go with Matt Duchesne, who really revived his career last year at a phenomenal year. I'm going to take him over two and a half shots on goal at minus 132. It is a bit juicy, but I think it is warranted in two of the three meetings last year against San Jose. 
He recorded five shots on goal. So he flew over this number. San Jose last year allowed roughly 32 shots on goal per game, which was middle of the road. But I do think with Nashville, we know Duchesne's going to be a serious threat on the power play. He had 40-plus goals last year. But I do think that two and a half is a little bit low, considering the fact that he averaged 2.92 shots per game last season. But he's one of the best players offensively on the team. You could argue him or Forsberg. But the point is, I think two and a half is a little bit too low, especially since he had five in two of the three meetings. So I'll go with Duchesne over two and a half goals, uh, two and a half shots on goal, sorry, as my first prop at minus 132. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think that's a great look. That's one of the ones I had written down for myself, along with the Hurdle and Meyer ones, just because, as you mentioned, San Jose does tend to give up a lot of shots on goal and Duchesne did did hit those five shots on goal in two of the three meetings last season. Also hit it in 61% of his games last season. He's going to be on top power play, you know, top line. So Duchesne is someone who is looking to build off a, a great season last year and would hopefully looking to take more shots here as the season starts. Yep. But moving on to your second play. Yeah, I'm actually going to stick right there with Matt Duchesne, but look at him to record an assist at plus 152. I think, you know, he's a guy that's going to, he shoots the puck a lot, but he's going to generate rebounds. He's going to maybe get some tips. He's also a good passer. Last year, he had 43 goals, 43 assists. He's someone that's going to, you know, hit, hit Forsberg on the power play, hit Granlund or Forsberg in front. You know, he's he's a guy that hit this, almost in half of his games last year, a 43%. So I think getting plus 152 on this is something I'm going to take for a good value play because like you said, you can't base it just off last season's numbers. So I, I feel like props at the beginning of the year, maybe go, go lighter on and look for those value plays that are longer odds. So that, that, that's what I'm doing here with the Duchesne plus 152 to get an assist. Yeah, and I feel like a perfect example of that to tread lightly early on could be even used in the playoffs last year. We saw the Rangers rely heavily on Kreider, for example, on the power play. And then halfway through the playoffs, they realized, let's just give Zibanejad every one-timer imaginable. And suddenly Kreider power play opportunities weren't as strong. So I feel like you can make a case once you actually see some teams and what they're trying to do on the power play or even with their overall lines, you can get a better understanding of what the team is actually trying to accomplish with some of their offensive strategies. It's kind of a selective anecdote there, but mm -hmm. I think that the fact that Duchesne not only had 40 plus goals last year, but also had 40 plus assists last year tells you he's still an unselfish player who's willing to get teammates involved and it is plus money. So I do like that play, but I am going to pivot. Yeah, and, and I just want to make a point. He, he shot 19% last year, which is, double what he shot the year before. Yeah. And and like you said, the, the early in the year is going to be the time where if you're watching closely, you can take advantage of these markets that may not move as quickly if they're going based off last year numbers. If you notice a trend of someone taking more shots in the power play, like you said, with Hurdle and the Sharks, or you look at Duchesne maybe getting more assists and more goals, try to take advantage of that as you're watching closely, especially if it's a team that you're a fan of and watch every night. Yep, but you mentioned an assist prop for the Predators. I'm going to stick with that trend, and I'm going to go with the ultimate assist guy on the team. I'm going to take Roman Yossi over half an assist at plus 110. First of all, before I actually get into any of the bullet points that I have, can you explain to me why this is plus 110? Uh, no, I, I can't. Just looking at, I'm sure you have this in your bullet points, but Yossi had 73 assists in 80 games last season. He, he's on the power play. He might take shots at generate rebounds, get tips. He, he hit this, had assist in 55% of his games last season. So, yeah, I, I have 
I have no reason why this is at plus money. Yeah. So the 73 assists, of course, I had as a bullet point, just for reference, that was the most among defensemen. And more importantly, the third most in the entire league. He was number three in assists per in assists. And you want to go through his numbers against San Jose. He had six assists in three games. Now he did have four in one of them. I'll admit that he had two in the other and zero in the other, but still you're averaging two assists per game against this particular opponent. And even though San Jose might be a little bit better defensively because Burns isn't there. They're still not a good defensive team. We mentioned Reimer being in net. I'm not sold on him as a goalie. I don't think he's been cooked, but I think he's more of a backup goalie at this point or a 1B, so to speak. But the point is, I think Yossi being such a great assist man all season last year, you can argue he got robbed for the Norris, but that's a separate point. The point is, I do think that he has a lot of value at plus 110 for being one of the most premier assist guys in the entire league. Yeah, I, I, I meant to mention that Yossi should have won the Norris last year. I mean, I got him in like February or March at like plus plus 600. And I was just he had riding first place votes, man. Yeah, he, he I cashed out some of my free bets that I placed on him, but but I had had a lot riding on it and, and Makar got it and Makar, Makar probably should have got it. But but Yossi was was absolutely right there. You know, McCarr definitely proved his worth in the Stanley Cup run, but you can make a case either way that it was really a coin flip. And unfortunately, you were on the wrong side of it. But mm-hmm. moving on to your final player prop for this game. All right. Just because you mentioned Yossi, this isn't an official play for me, but I do like Yossi to have a power play point at plus 188. That, that seems incredibly high, almost, almost two to one. Um, he hit it last season pretty well hit it in 40 percent again which implies plus 147 he had a power play point in two of those three games against the sharks so that's a yossi prop i would look at as well but for my final third prop i'm uh sticking with that predators top line going for a forsberg goal at plus 152 you know i could possibly hit on duchene assist and forsberg goal on the same play so that's something that would definitely be fun but just looking and at yossi power play point all in the same play. yeah that, that, that'd that be great. So looking at his numbers from last season, he only scored in one of the three games against the Sharks, but you know, he's, he's a guy that's, that's still he's a goal he, scorer. He's a goal <laughs> I mean, scorer. Exactly. Really good. That, that's what he's, he's a wizard with the puck. Sometimes he wants to put on a show and, and plus 152 when it, when it should be probably closer to plus 130 or plus 120 is, is the value I'm going to take there. Yeah, and I'm going to actually pivot and talk about a Sharks player, as crazy as that sounds. I know you mentioned Hurdle before, but I'm going to go back to San Jose. And you mentioned power play points before with Yossi. I'm going to transition over to Eric Carlson. And I'm only going to take this for the odds. I think the odds are absolutely absurd on this prop. It's Carlson over half a power play point at plus 330. I have no (laughs) idea why this is 330. Now, I get the fact that San Jose's power play... Might be a work in progress because Burns was a big piece of it, and now they got to kind of reinvent themselves a bit. We know Carlson has always been the quarterback on the power play, and basically every year he's been in the league, even back with Ottawa. I mean, that's that's really just a given. He has the puck in his possession a lot. But you're looking at Nashville. They commit a bunch of penalties. Last year, the Predators committed more of the most penalties in the league. They committed 34 more penalties. That's not minutes. That's penalties than any other team. And San Jose had three power play opportunities in two of the three regular season meetings last year. Now, did they score on those? We're not going to talk about that. But the point is, Carlson 
over half a power play point at plus 330 when he's going to have the puck in his possession a lot on the power play. And he's against the team that gave up or allowed the most penalties of any team in the league. 34 more than second place. Plus 330? How how do those odds make sense? I I did not know what those odds were. I mean, you mentioned to me before that you were looking at Carlson power play point. I thought, okay, maybe like plus two. I didn't tell you the odds on that though. I kept no, you guessing. No, the, the the plus three thirty just caught me completely off guard. That's you figured yeah. it'd be like two twenty something yeah. like that. I mean, if Yossi's one eighty eight, if Carlson maybe two fifty, but over three to one, the Sharks might have four power plays in this game. Yeah, I mean, the Sharks aren't going to score a lot of goals, but if they score, it's likely to be on the power play, and Carlson runs that power play. Even if he gets the, the secondary assist, if he passes to someone for a shot and there's a rebound, he's going he's gonna to get that. So at, at, at plus 330, that's fantastic value. I think that's borderline an auto bet. I don't think the Sharks going to win the game. I'm not sure they're going to score more than one goal, as you said before. But for value alone, 330 is crazy for a guy who's going to have the puck in his possession the entire time on the power play. Yeah, that, that's like the number you get for like the second power play quarterback guy that might not even yeah. hit the ice. But yeah, without Burns there, Carlson is the guy. I mean, they could even possibly keep him out there for the whole power play because according to Daily Faceoff, their second power play unit defenseman point guys are Matt Benning and Mario Ferraro. So good luck with, good luck with that one. Yeah, so Carlson could could definitely stay out there for at least a minute, minute and a half, if not the full two minutes. And you know how much he loves to take chances. So yeah, Carlson plus 330 is just insane value. Also forgot to mention the most important bullet point involving Carlson. Since it is the first game of the season, he's actually healthy. Forgot to mention that. I'm going to plug that before I forget. Yeah, he's he's 100%. You don't have to worry about him having a, a nagging ankle injury or not. Yeah, he might not be next week, properly. but he is right, he is right now. Yeah, so I mean, that's all that matters. Yeah, th- this is a good bet for Friday, but we can't guarantee for Saturday even. Yeah, I can't even guarantee that for Saturday, but we'll see. <laughs> Other than that, though, I know we're going to get through our best bets for the show, but do you have anything else you want to add prop-wise before we get into another ad break? Uh, just another wild Yossi prop here to get an assist is, is plus 110. He had an assist in over half of his games last season. So that that's some good value there. Yeah. I mean, that was my second one. I'm going to mention that potentially later on, maybe not. That might be a bit of a spoiler, but I think for me, those were two really auto plays. I know you're going for a bunch of plus money options. I have two plus money options. It might not be my best bet, but the Carlson value is absolutely crazy. And I had to give that out. I just had to, there's no way I could avoid doing that. That's one of those props that you might lose on like two out of three, but you still make money if you hit it in one out of three. And the whole purpose, especially for season long, is to find discrepancies in the marketplace and try to find some value. That's really just crazy. And that's kind of what the purpose of the actual show is. We don't want to just give out props that we think are going to win. We want to also give out props that we think are drastically mispriced. So not only do you win, you win big. That's how we just that's how I describe the show. Yeah, like people are gonna look at People will try to tout their like percentage record or, or their like record overall. If you're not hitting ninety two percent, yeah, every pick's minus six hundred. Yeah, like I don't I mean, know what that's supposed to do. With with plus odds like this, you can hit fifty percent and you're very profitable. You can hit forty five percent and be profitable if you have odds like odds like plus three thirty or even plus one fifty plus two hundred. So that's what yeah, like you said, that's what we're trying to do here with props. Is sometimes you know there's going to be a juicy line that you kind of have to hop on. But I think especially early early in the season, getting those plus odds is going to be huge. Yeah, but as I said before, we are going to get into our best bets. But before we do that, we're going to have another quick word from our sponsor. We're also brought to you by the Elias Game Plan app. 
Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday? Because it's NFL season, and it's our favorite time of the year. And whether you're in the fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or you just want to talk about some highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, the NBA, and the MLB. The Elias Game Plan app is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues. Elias Game Plan is full of information and insights provided from their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up to date and that you can trust. The app gives you everything you need to gain a competitive edge, whether it involves head-to-head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, along with Elias key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis, or they also give you expert game analysis, which can give you the advantage in betting, picking your fantasy lineups, and showing off your sports knowledge. And Elias Game Plan also is releasing new features all the time, including a chat function, so you can actually chat directly with their researchers. And the Elias Game Plan app has been very useful for me when it comes down to the NFL season and trying to track down all of the injuries. It's always tricky trying to navigate through the injury reports. Everyone's listed as questionable. You never actually know who's going to play, but Elias can easily help organize all of the injury information in one convenient location to help you with anything betting or fantasy related for the NFL. And if you want to elevate your NFL season today, download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E. L-I-A-S, and they also have a very special deal right now when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use the promo code SGPN15. Find the Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use the promo code SGPN15. We're also brought to you by PromoGuy.us. PromoGuy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books and they've got a vip discord group that puts even deeper plus ev analytics right at your fingertips i gotta say we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they are some of the most informative in the game they don't simply tell you what team is expected to win they also tell you where you can get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions if you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool and the best part of all is that promo guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated on building a well-informed better betting community go to promoguide.us and check out their 100 tracked transparent and proven methods for betting smarter so make sure you check out promoguy.us. We're also brought to you by Nellhouse Advantage. Nellhouse Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all of 
of your picks. Bet on up to five player props, over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out Know House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, it's also where you play. And you don't want to miss out on this. Sign up with promo code SGPN at knowhouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Do you like to have delicious coffee delivered straight to your home? Then Trade Coffee has you covered. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. On top of that, Trade Coffee also has a team of coffee experts that personally taste test over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend for you. All you have to do is answer a couple of questions and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like. Trade also has a great deal going on right now. They're offering new subscribers a total of $30 off their first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee absolutely free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. Also brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? It's a place where you can compare odds from all the major sports books in one convenient location. You can compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also gives you player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep track of their records on all the games and their betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire and oddstrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. Welcome back, everyone, to the NHL PropCast. We just finished going through our six favorite player props for the first game of the NHL season. Now it's time to get into our favorite plays in the best bet segment. Ryan, I'm going to let you go first. What is your favorite out of your three? What are your, what are your, what's your favorite uh, player prop for this game? Uh, I'm kind of nervous to go with this one, but I think I'd be remiss if I didn't go with Tomas Hurdle over two and a half shots at plus 135, just for the hometown angle. I, I could see him coming out, come just completely firing and hitting that in the first period. He, he hit it at a, at a similar rate last season uh, at 41%. He hit it in one of the three games against the Predators with other two games, having two shots on goal. I just think he's going to be excited to be back in Czech Republic and he should easily get three shots. Yeah, I definitely think, especially as I said before, about Burns no longer being on the power play, you'll have a decent amount of shots up for grabs. And I mentioned with the Carlson prop that the Predators led the league in penalties committed. So you might get a lot of power play chances where even one power play Hurdle gets two, three chances, tries to jam his own rebound in, and he gets three shots in two seconds. <laughs> We've seen that happen before, too. But I do like the plus money option there. And for mine, it's not going to be the Carlson play. It's my favorite value play, but I'm still not sure how likely that is to actually hit. It's going to be another plus money play. It's going to be Roman Yossi, the assist king, over half an assist at plus 110. I can't believe it's plus money. I get why, because you're banking on a lot of stuff to go right for Yossi to actually give it to a teammate and his teammate scores and not himself. But based on the numbers last season, he really should be minus in every game when it comes to assists. 73 last year, 
third in the entire league, most among defensemen. He had six assists in the three meetings against San Jose last year. And we mentioned that Reimers in net. We talked about how San Jose defensively gives up a bunch of shots and not a great defensive team. Yossi is easily the quarterback on the power play. He's also the quarterback in even strength whenever he's on the ice. He's just that talented. And it's nice to see him fully blossom. Probably should have won the the, uh, Norris, you can argue. But the point is, he's one of the best offensive defensemen in the league. And over half an assist for a guy who basically averaged one a game last year at plus 110 is tremendous value. That's going to be my best bet. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that at all. With a guy that had that many assists, had assists in that many games. So, yeah, getting plus money on Yossi to have an assist is 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 great. Yeah, but that's officially going to put a bow on the first ever NHL prop cast. So we're going to be doing a lot more during the course of the season. But before we officially wrap up, first of all, Ryan, hope you had fun. Yeah, this this was great. I mean, having a prop cast for hockey is something that I was I was looking forward to. And I hope we can do this kind of often during the season. Yep, looking forward to it. But Ryan, before we officially go, or before I officially let you go, let the people know where they can find you or anything else you want to plug. Yeah, I mean, you can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. You can also find me talking on the Hockey Gambling Podcast a few times a week, trying to get that up to closer daily this season as well. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey to subscribe to that on Apple. And yeah, just check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Discord that we always talk about, sg.pn slash Discord. I'll be in there in the hockey channel throwing out some props, throwing out some bets, live bets. So it'll be a lot of fun this season. Yeah, I recommend the Discord for hockey just for the banter alone. But if you also want bets, we got a lot of sharp guys in there who love to share their plays. You can find me personally on Twitter at Rice Show Radio, R-E-I-C-H-O Radio. Besides that, of course, I'm on the PropCast. I'm on the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm on the NFL Gambling Podcast, the Fantasy Podcast, the Tennis Podcast. WNBA season ended, but I was on the WNBA podcast as well. In other words, I don't sleep too much, but it's nice to break down sports in basically every single area, especially with so many of them overlapping right now, is one of the most action-packed times of the year on the sports calendar. I'm really excited about it, but I'm looking forward to going through hockey especially. Until next time, though, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. <laughs>